and welcome to the 3 for Thursday podcast from fmi.online. I'm your host Neeti Jain and today's 3 for Thursday is Top 3 Myths Students Have About IB Rules. And today my guest is Saloni Tanvi who works in the Securities Lending Department at Goldman Sachs. Hi Saloni, how are you? Hey Neeti, I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, so, so Saloni, I understand that you work at the Global Markets Department at Goldman and you you are an analyst for the last three months, but you've also done your internship there. So maybe you can give us a little bit background about uh, yourself and how you cracked your interviews. Okay. Hey, everyone. I'm Saloni and I've been staying in Bangalore for 10 years now. And I highly recommend you all take a trip at this time of the year to look at all the cherry blossoms over here. Completely unrelated to the topic, but I thought that's something I should highlight. Coming to my education, I've done my BB honors with a specialization in finance from Christ University in Bangalore. And as Neeti mentioned, I started working with Goldman Sachs in the global markets division in the securities lending division uh, this year. And it's been going pretty good so far. Coming to my interview process, so I got a pre-placement offer right after my internship. So my process is a bit different. I had an aptitude test, which tests you on your quantitative ability, logical thinking skills, reading comprehension, and general knowledge, post, which is an elimination round, of course. After that, you have a group discussion where they invite 10 to 12 people to debate and deliberate on a topic. After which you will have a technical round where they question certain financial concepts and they also see how well you'll fit into the culture at Goldman Sachs. Uh, After which, again, you will have another round of interview, which is with the HR team at Goldman, who again test your behavioral skills and will also focus a bit more on advanced financial concepts. So I guess it's a pretty long process to get into any of these IB banks, which is pretty similar in most of them. Um, But well done on cracking these interviews, Saloni. So tell me, how did you think that you should uh, tell us today about these myths that students have about IB roles? So uh, after I updated my role on LinkedIn, many students or freshers reached out to me over there saying, um, Rather, asking me certain things like, I do not have a degree in finance, or I have done my English honors or economics honors, or or let's say a degree in history. But I really want to get into a firm like Goldman Sachs or JP Morgan. Is there a way I can get in? Like, I could sense the fear or nervousness. And that's why I thought of bringing this topic here and talking to your listeners about this. Uh, Because finance degree is... Absolutely not a must to get into firms like Goldman Sachs or JP Morgan or or any other. And that was going to be your first myth, I believe, right, that you are going to highlight today is finance degree is not the only way to get into an IB role. So what other degrees do people in your team or in your department have? Okay, so there's this associate in my division who has a degree in mass communication, absolutely not related to finance. And this person is now a subject matter expert in collateral risk management, which is not an easy topic at all. In fact, it is something related to poor finance. So 
if your degree is something that's concerning you just please get that out of your head there's absolutely nothing to worry about if you do not have a degree in finance see what happens is you might just get a leg up during your interview process but the interview is something you can crack by just reading up on certain financial concepts like um what are equities what are derivatives you do not need to uh, you know delve into the complete nuances of this but just what they are and uh, and then you'll be fine with the interview thank you thank that was a, a brilliant point that you brought up is that a finance degree is not the only way to get into ib roles what what is your second myth saloni okay so the second myth is people assume it's really easy to get into these investment banks if you are a finance or numbers geek which again is really not the case so i personally know students for whom the first two rounds were an absolute cakewalk because they were active traders but they couldn't get through the last round because they weren't really a culture fit and what i mean by that is um if you're aware in investment banks it's not the usual 9 to 5 jobs and your weekends really aren't that predictable so before you apply to these firms it is absolutely essential for you to understand if you would fit in right into the firm so over here the interviewers they tend to gauge your patience level your ability to think of creative solutions and owning up to mistakes and asking the question of how do i make it right all while uh, you know ensuring that it is done in a timely manner because what we do over here is extremely time sensitive so you have to understand if you would be the right fit to work in such a fast paced and dynamic environment let's assume you do get the role but in the first two months you realize that it is sucking the life out of you because you really have to put in 12 hours of work and you also see your associates and other colleagues pulling off 15 hour shifts so the question you need to ask yourself before applying is would you be willing to stay here or do you see yourself here in the long run if not i suggest you do not apply for it because life here isn't really going to be that easy absolutely right uh, so it's not necessary for you to be a number or a finance gig but the hr or the interviewers are also finding to see if you're right, the right culture fit i don't think it's all it's just about the working hours as well it's a, it's a lot more than you know having to do long hours but it's also the right mindset the uh, you know ability to solve problems the ability to uh, be a team player is also very important and that's what a lot of hr people are today seeing is that is this person that will is this the right person who will fit in the culture absolutely um, totally agree yeah and what would your third myth be saloni so the third myth is many freshers assume that middle office and back office roles are an absolute no to kick start your career which again is not the case see you have to understand that middle office and back office roles are not boring jobs they are not just about data entry or just sitting behind your monitor and editing certain settings that's not the case with these jobs so most freshers they crave for the client facing role and if i'm being honest that's quite challenging to get after a 3 or 4 year undergrad degree that's not the case with everyone only a few people get client facing roles as their first job 
So I suggest you grab the middle or back office role that is being offered to you and make the most of it as these roles help you learn the ropes about the front to back processes involved. You know how things start. You know how the transaction takes place and then you know how things end right from, let's say, the client onboarding till the settlement part. You will learn the entire process if you join a middle office or a back office role. And you also learn to think analytically about how you can transform the cost center that you're currently in into a revenue making one. Because if you're, let's say, in the operation side of it, you're really not a revenue making division. But let's say if you introduce certain processes, if you think creatively and analytically, you can transform this cost center into a revenue making one, which will honestly make your life easier over here. Absolutely correct. I think a lot of students who think about IB only think about the front office roles and, you know, doing trading and sales or, you know, client interactions, but there are way way many opportunities of getting started with an IB role and then maybe moving up to front office roles, but it's not necessary that you even need to switch uh, divisions. You could probably even be successful in middle office and back office roles and they are challenging as well. Thanks, Saloni. Those were three very good points that you brought up that a finance degree is not the only way to get into an IB role. We at FMI do have a lot of courses on equities, derivatives. We even have a course on life cycle of a trade, which talks about how a trade flows from front office to middle office and then to back office and the whole process that is involved in the in the middle. So um, we at FMI uh, strongly uh, recommend that you look at these courses on our portal. Uh, before you go for your interviews uh, they really help you with the basics and the interview questions as well so thank you to the people who have listened to our podcast so far and a really big thank you to those who have given feedback on some future three for thursdays that we could do please keep them coming in drop me a message on linkedin or any other contact you have got for me and we'd love your support and you can do that by rating reviewing and subscribing to our three for thursday podcast Thank you, Saloni, for your time today. Finally, have a look at our free resources at fmi.online. See you next Thursday.